Just what is it that you want to do? Well, we want to be free. We want to be free to, to do what we want to do. And we want to get loaded. And we want to have a good time. And that's what we're going to do. Well, wait, baby, let's go. We're going to have a good time. We're going to have a party. Excuse me. I'd like to ask you a few questions. It's time for five questions. Five is right up. Man, let me ask you something. I got a question. Only on ESPN New Hampshire. You don't have to answer the question. I'll answer the question. 900 AM Nashua. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers. I want the truth. Calm down. 1250 AM Manchester. What did you say? At ESPNNHradio.com. Thank you for all your cooperation. All right, we got five questions with Brian Roach. Before we get to it, uh, just a quick update to my update. As I wrap that up, it looks like Henry Owens allowed a run or two. Yeah, he allowed a two-run triple, and so with no one out, he walked a guy, gave up a hit, and then he gave up a two-run triple. Well, that's Henry Owens for you. Uh, no outs yet. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Pretty impressive. Uh, and Chris Sale, I believe, struck out the side. Yes, he allowed a hit to Longoria, but struck out everyone else. Nice. Okay, and the Bruins are scoreless in the first period. Brian, you have five questions, my friend. I do. Question one, Brian. <laughs> Coming into the game, and the fans here in Houston go nuts. <laughs> did you just address yourself in the third person? I did. I did. He forgot to play the buzzer. I didn't forget. I forgot to pop it up. I hear you. Okay. So, which will be the first shoe to drop? I know we've been talking about it, um, but Dante Hightower... Either coming back, uh, him signing, or Malcolm Butler situation. Which will be resolved first, and what happens? It's really hard to just, I mean, like, there's really nothing to base it on. There's none. Uh, but I, I, it's just kind of like a gut feeling type thing. Like, which one will happen first? I, it's not like one is necessarily waiting for the other, right? They're completely uh, irrelevant to each other in the sense that... There's no connection I mean, the only connection all. would be like, well, if Malcolm Butler gets a big contract from the Patriots, then the only connection would be Hightower probably isn't going to get paid. So I guess that th- th- there is a connection there. Yeah, but I but, think there's also like stuff being out there, like um, you know Hightower leaving Tennessee without a contract and... The fact that the Saints and the Patriots might be talking Malcolm Butler at some uh, some point um, again this offseason. Um, so I think you know I think maybe Hightower st- uh, is the first shoe to drop. Yeah, I think it's just I mean honestly, like I just said, there's really nothing to base this on, but it's yeah. more of a gut feeling more than anything. Yeah, I'll go I think, Hightower. I think Hightower that thing's going to be resolved within a week. Yeah, I think, and I, think I don't know. By it. the time we come in, well, we're not here next week because we've got high school sports, I believe, during our time slot next week. Right. So by the time we come back in two weeks, yep. Hightower, that situation will be resolved. I assume Butler will be as well, but if you were just to ask me my gut feeling, which I just feel like Hightower is going to get done first. Yeah, I, I think, think there's a lot of demand for his service right now. Yeah, I think Hightower you know, it will go elsewhere. or I, I think he's more likely to sign with the Patriots just because they have the salary cap room to do it. So. And I also, would say high talent. And also, first. the NFL is so different in free agency than it is in baseball, where you know guys will just drag it out for two, three months at a time. In football, it's like once free agency starts, it guys happens. are flying around. Yeah. So I have the feeling that Hightower basically. I'm has surprised to he whoever. hasn't already signed. I am too. And, 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 to be honest, uh, along with Legarrette Blunt, I feel like like he's a hot commodity, and I'm surprised he hasn't signed yet. And also, the reason. I think Hightower will get done faster is he's unrestricted. He signs a contract. He signs on the dotted line. It's over. Malcolm Butler signs an offer sheet. Right. F- Patriots have, what, five days? Five they days can drag that out. It's going to yeah. be a long process. Yeah. So I, I'm going to go with Hightower. 
And with Hightower, I think he's testing the market to show the Patriots what he's really worth. Well, it was at the Titans last night. Right. And so. I, I think other teams are looking into his services. I think Miami's going to call him. I think it's mainly the Titans because he just, I think he just built a house in Tennessee. Is that correct? He's, I Did thought he? he was from. He's uh, from Alabama. I think he, no, no, he, has, he went to the University of Alabama. I don't yeah. think he's from Alabama. No, he's li- he has a house in Tennessee. Oh, I always thought he was from Alabama. No, I think he he's, has, he's from somewhere in the south. Yeah, he is from the <laughs> south. He gets us put I, everything in one. Hey, the, the south is all one region. I, I think the he has a like a home in uh, Tennessee. I think uh, Brian's right about that. Okay, so that might play an interesting, but but as you said. He didn't come away with a deal from uh, Tennessee. So I said that. I'm, I'm saying. Well, you said that. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, I was alluding to what Brian said. Um, but what I'm saying. Thank you. <laughs> what I'm saying sorry, I is, credit you I, enough. <laughs> I, I think other teams are going to look into his services, and he's going to go back to the Patriots and say, "Well, Tennessee's offering me this. Miami's offering me that. Like Cleveland's offering me this. Like he's going to have options." Lewisburg, Tennessee. Okay. That's where he's from. Okay. So he is from Tennessee. All right. Good call. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He, and he now has a house there. He and Mookie, the two Tennessee boys. Mm. He has one in Nashville. But 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 Mookie can also bowl. So he's he's versatile. I don't, I, know, what Bill, has, I don't know what that has to do with Tennessee and being from it, Tennessee. It doesn't, but, but Bill Belichick would love Mookie Betts because of how versatile he is. Oh, I get it. I see. <laughs> okay. All right. I get it. <laughs> Sorry. Go to question two. All right. Question two, guys. Tom Savage is coming into the game, and the fans here in Houston go nuts. <laughs> I love that so much. Go nuts. It's so funny. Because two two plays later, he so, got injured. These past two days have been great for Boston sports. Can you think of another, uh, another two-day window in Boston sports history that can be compared to like what's going on with the Patriots right now? It doesn't have to be free agency related? Or no. can it be like a game? It could be like... A, a trade, uh, uh, acquisitions. Like, oh, oh, it could be w- games if you want. All right, like, I mean, I was going to give you a one-day window. You remember uh, the day that the Patriots had Game Two of the ALCS in 2013? It was the same day that Tom Brady let a epic comeback, comeback against the Saints. Against the Saints. Yeah, it was at the Red Sox game. So, I mean, that's that's one that comes to mind. But in terms of acquisitions within two days, I mean, the one that really comes to mind, even though it was only one acquisition, was when they acquired Darrell Revis. Yeah, I mean, I, I couldn't believe it. When they signed Darrell Rivas, especially considering that it was a player that hated the Patriots, right? And, and he talks so much smack about uh, Bill Belichick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, or we could go back to Randy. Mo- I mean, Randy Moss is probably the one that just blew my mind the most back when it happened in 2007. You didn't see it coming when when they got Randy Moss. It doesn't in have to be seven. I blew- just Patriots related, by the way. Well, I'm just trying to. Th- I mean, well, I mean, then we can talk about Chris Sale. Basically, I was what are th- the acquisitions that blew our mind? The Carl Crawford, Adrian Gonzalez, because those things happened real quick. Yeah, they they were within like a week and a half of each other. Yeah, and, uh, and sure it didn't add up to anything, but. I was surprised how much they spent on Carl Crawford, and then I was like, "They're not doing anything else, right?" And then Adrian Gonzalez. I was, I'm a, I'm a huge Adrian Gonzalez fan. I think he's a great fielder along with a great bat. Well, I'll, I'll go to Ashish's point with the events: um, Cleveland Indians and the Boston Red Sox and the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Boston Celtics. They were playing like. You know, kind of. Oh, I love when that happens mm-hmm. all at once. When you have, when you have, when you're playing the same city in two different sports, and yeah. they're both high stakes. But to say like what, like you know, what happened so quick, I would say the off season of the '06 um, for the Celtics when they got Kevin Garnett and you know Ray Allen. Right. Off season of '06 into '07. '07, right? Yep. 
But my whole, like, that was, that happened so quick. Like, you know, Ray Allen got traded on draft night. Paul Pierce elected to stay after Danny Ainge was tossing him in trade talks. And then come July 31st, you know, Kevin Garnett got traded out of nowhere. You That's didn't really true. see I remember, it coming. I remember the Kevin Garnett deal happened on the Major League Baseball trade deadline. Yeah. That's what I remember about that, too, yeah. I was like, wait, did the Red Sox make a trade? And I was like, I look at my phone, I'm like, what? The C's got Kevin Garnett, so the big ticket came to town. Yeah. That was, Thank uh, you for reminding us, Brian, of how spoiled we've been over yeah, the last 10 years. That's that, been nice. That's basically, <laughs> with the exception of the Call Crawford thing that we just talked about, yeah. that that was horrible. Yeah. But we just, we talked <laughs> about it. But it eventually yeah. ended up with a championship in 2013. But it was completely unrelated to that. Well, they got Alan Webster and Ruby Del Rosa. Yeah. Ruby Del Rosa and Alan Webster got you Wade Miley. And what did Wade Miley get you? Yeah, but they got rid of Adrian well, you Gonzalez. Got Carson, you got your Carson Smith. Yeah. Well, that came but later. they got rid of Adrian Gonzalez. They got rid of, you know, yes. Bobby um, Valentine. Yes. But freeing up that money. Yeah, it was yeah, huge. Freeing up the money. That's what but I'm it's saying. not like the bodies that came. Basically, if you want to retrace it, <laughs> those guys got you Ruby and Alan Webster. Those guys got you Wade Miley, and Wade Miley got you Carson Smith, who hasn't pitched. I mean, he pitched, he pitched like, like two like, games, right. two games last year. It'll be and bad. Other than that, yeah. That's and a great tree right there. So if, yeah. if you just want to follow the tree, yeah. it's like, well, we might like Carson Smith, but we don't Possibly. know yet. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll find out. We have to find out, yeah. All right. Question number three. Tom Savage is coming into the game, and the fans here in Houston go nuts. What a savage. All right. So... You know how the Cleveland Indians are, uh, not Cleveland Indians, Cleveland Browns. Yep. Dumpster fire at quarterback. Yeah. Right now the fifth starter position for the Red Sox is a dumpster fire. You have Elias, who's uh, not throwing for three weeks. You have Henry Owens, who just got, gave up four run, four runs in the first inning and was hit hard yep. by the Clay Buckles twins. got traded to the Phillies. Clay Buckles got traded. <laughs> Drew. Who do you have um, in the meantime, until David Price comes back, filling in? For that open position in the starting rotation. Because I would not start Henry Owens. I would avoid him. Avoid him at all costs. I I would put him in single A. It's it's time to get clever. So, so, okay. like To answer Brian's question, let's first imagine the full five-man rotation with David Price. It's Price, Sale, Porcello, Erod, Wright. Yes. Now that Price is going to start the year on the DL most likely, it's Sale, Porcello, Erod, Wright, and a fifth guy. Everybody moves up. Yep. in a perfect world, I honestly, honestly would go to Brandon Workman and be like, can you give us a He's couple spots? He's still starts? working back from Tommy John and a concussion. Because I don't like Henry Owens. Right. I, uh, I understand where you're going. I think later in the year, that's a later good in the viable year? Okay. option. Who do, who, right oh, now. I, I got oh one. God. You got one? Carlos Velasquez. The Mexican guy? Yeah. The guy that we have no idea. He's, he's pretty good. I'll put him or Kyle Kendrick. I was thinking Kyle Kendrick. Or, you know, Kyle Kendrick I mean, like, right? the thing is... Kyle Kendrick had him, four no-hit innings. And, and, Brian, I know you're going to come over here and slap me for saying it, but worst-case scenario, not Henry Owens, Pomerantz. No. I know. He I needs know. to be in the bullpen. I know. I know. Because he sucks in the rotation. I, 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 listen, I, I'm... He, hey, He's a little better Henry you're, Owens. You're on the a ship. A little better. You're on the ship. I'm the captain of the <laughs> ship, okay? I don't like Drew Pomerantz, but... The guy, who else do you have? Give me, Carl- give me Carlos, Carlos Velasquez. Velasquez over Drew Pomeroy. Oh, yeah. an all-star yeah. last oh, year. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's a cheaper option. Or Kyle Kendrick. I think Pomeranz would be better suited in the bullpen because they need a lefty in the bullpen. But I'm I don't two think spot a Bob. Starts. Two spot starts. No, no. Ew, no. No spot starts. No, no. Not one. <laughs> well, not, a, not one in the season. How, how long is Elias out for? Uh, he's Rowan's. not throwing for three weeks. So, you yeah, know, he, he can't start. Oh, we didn't even mention him. He also came over on the Wade Miley deal. Yeah, he did. He can't start, though, right? No. Not so, not yet. 
So so without Price, you're you got you <laughs> got to go and find a fifth guy in your yeah, system. You that don't can want come in and give you a couple uh, starts. If, if it's Henry Owens, I'll puke. What about um, Groom? <laughs> uh, Groom's gonna be a while. He hates yeah. Henry Owens so much. Oh my gosh, he, he walked the leadoff guy. You can't walk the leadoff guy, and then he gave up a single. Then he gave up a three two run triple. He, he finally looked, struck you, out you, a you guy. You guys remember when Henry Owens was quote untouchable? Yeah, yeah. he looked he looks like Fabio with that. <laughs> he, he's gra- he, he does instead of being untouchable, he's now very hittable. Yeah. Um, <laughs> who, who, hey, wait, I, I, I want to like do a, like a bracket type thing. It's like Dave with Buckholes versus Brian with Henry Owens. Yeah. Who hates their pitcher more? I think I hate Henry Owens more. More than Dave hates Clay Buckholes. Uh, I don't know. I think <laughs> I don't know. Dave really hated Clay Buckholes. <laughs> See, I, w- I would say Clay Buckholes and Dave. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> All right. If you say so. Like I would put Henry Owens like in a blender and blend his arm so he wouldn't pitch. What are you, yeah. the mafia? <laughs> Basically. Well, we, we chop up our guys that we don't like. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, guys. Question four. Tom Savage is coming into the game, and the fans here in Houston go nuts. Yeah, Tom Savage. What a savage. Mm-hmm. All Such right. a savage. So Celtics, season's wrapping up. 15 games left. What seed do you have them as? I think that they will finish now that as the number two. I'm hopeful that they'll pass Cleveland. I'm sorry, were you done with your question? No, that was it. Yeah, I, I'm <laughs> hopeful that they'll pass Cleveland. Mark, they are two and a half back of Cleveland. Two and a half, yep. Cleveland is they tie with Washington. Cleveland is sputtering a little bit. They yeah. play Cleveland once, and I ultimately think they will end up with just under 55 wins, and will finish as the number two seed. Even though I'm very hopeful that they will surpass Cleveland for the number one seed in the East. Well, they usually play good at home, so I, I think you know this home stretch um, with I believe it's roughly four or five away games left on their schedule. I think the majority of their games are at home, so I think um, I think they will be in the two seed. I'm just um, wondering where Washington really stops um, because one, once Washington stops, then I, I think Cleveland will f- fulfill that number one. Um, as they went on, you know, late in the season, but I, I think it's either two or three. I think they're flirting with three, just because I don't yeah. like the chemistry that's going on in the locker room. Yeah, but I think they'll finish two just because of their home stretch. And I got to make a quick correction: they are actually, yeah, you're right. Washington passed them. They are now the third seed the, in the Eastern Conference. They are because the winning percentage. And I got to adjust my win total too. They are currently sitting at 41 wins. I think they'll get 50 with 15 games left. So what did I say? 53, 54 wins. That's that's gonna be that's thirteen of their next fifteen. <laughs> yeah, that's I'll not happening. I'll say I gotta, yeah, I forty-nine, fifty wins. I yeah, say fifty. So, so I say they reach fifty. So let's say they go five hundred, right? So they've got fifteen. So let's say go, they go eight and seven, roughly, right? Five, just that's over five hundred. Forty-nine wins. That's so not that's fifty. Forty-nine wins. That's damn it. And I think they were fifty. Wow. La- Fifty wins last 47. year. You know what? 47 if I'm Brad Stevens, if I'm Brad Stevens, get nine of our last fifteen. Get to the five zero. Get to fifty, baby. You got to get fifty. Fifty. What you? They were what? Forty eight last year. Forty seven. Brian or, said. Or forty eight. I think they were forty eight. Get to fifty. Win. You cannot be worse this year than you were last year. I think they'll be better. Or and the same. If they are, if they are, blame it on and, and Isaiah. You know what? Actually, you know what? Al Horford. And you know as what? Well. Or look at it this way. <laughs> look at it this way. Forget about the win total. Don't compare yourself to last year in terms of the win total. Compare yourself to last year in terms of the seeding. Last well, year also th- compare your win total against good well, teams well, well, and bad teams. Well, here's the thing, though. They stink against would bad you ra- teams. Would they you stink rather- against good no. teams as well. Would you, <laughs> <They average against laughs> good teams. would you They rather finish with a worse record this year but a higher seed? 
Is that progress? Uh, I mean, because they won 48 last year and finished as, what, the five seed? Yeah. Well, what if they, won, they, four, what if they won 47 games and uh, win as the, se- uh, the second seed in the East? Aren't they, but like, that, that three and, sh- like, nine against teams, uh, the top teams in the Eastern and Western Conference? Something like that. Something absurd. Because the win against Golden State, the win against Cleveland, and one win against Toronto. I think they're four, four and eight. Okay. Four and nine. Still not good. No, it's not that <laughs> okay, good. So but what I'm saying is that they, they need to finish strong regardless. Okay, so what I'm going to say then to adjust my, my expectation of this team, 15 games left in the season, win nine of them, get 50 wins. Get 50. 50 or 51. If, if you somehow surpass 50, I'll be happy. And just go, uh, let's see, that would be 50 and 32. But I'll tell you what, if they crap the bed, in this home stretch, I mean, I have no faith in them winning uh, a playoff series. I, I think right now, with the two seed, they would be playing the Detroit Pistons. If they're the three seed, they'd be playing the Indiana Pacers. Who would you rather play? Give me Detroit Pistons all the way. Sure. Because I don't want to play Paul George and Miles Turner. And so I, I think it's going to be extremely um, you know, valuable to Brad Stevens to go into the, the playoffs on a, a, you know a momentum where they can't be stopped at home, they just can't. So they they have to win all the games at home. They can lose some on the road, but they uh, got to win. Correction: at home. To be completely exact, it, they have sixteen games. Oh, okay, so then they have to go 15. nine and seven. Because I was looking at the math, and I was like, I'm just looking at their standings. And I did some quick math, and I was like, why am I coming up with eighty one <laughs> as a total here? All right, so they have sixteen. I'm going to move on to question five. Yeah, I was going to say we spent a lot of time on that one. Tom Savage is coming into the game, and the fans here in Houston go nuts. Two plays later, out. Yeah, Selection Sunday is tomorrow. I don't know if you guys have been watching any college basketball. basketball. Love college basketball. Oh, I'm a huge college basketball aficionado. (laughs) <laughs> that's that's a lie. I was gonna say <laughs> I didn't really smell sarcasm, <laughs> right? Right. No, but I, no, I, I, all right. I can't stand it. I okay. Was, I was just gonna ask if you have any Cinderellas this year who are like sort of on the upswing, like teams yeah. that are like I hear, underrated. I hear UB is doing pretty good. Buffalo <laughs> University. Yeah. I don't think they are. No, I think I, that's I a actually lot. have no Full idea. Full face lie. I think I they're have like no F nine wins. No, but to answer, um, I'll, I'll just go ahead and give you an answer. College basketball. No, I have no idea. Okay. I, I, Sure, maybe Buffalo will get in the Sweet 16. If they do that, that's good if enough. If they make it. If they make the tournament, which I don't even know if they yeah, will. Yeah, you should probably look that up before you start <laughs> spewing it out of your mouth. Well, Oh, welcome <laughs> welcome to the Boston market. We really love talking about college basketball here. Well, Brian, I don't think that this tournament really has, like, you know, evident teams are going to win right off the bat. So right. when you say Cinderella teams, I wouldn't even be shocked if a Cinderella team wins this year because yeah. how much parity. Well, I mean, last year Villanova won. I thought they were sort of a Cinderella type team. Yeah. Kinda. Even though I mean, they, they were had the talent, rated. they were right. good in Big East. Um, if there's one team that could definitely key on, it's gotta be Vanderbilt. Yeah. Uh, Vanderbilt's actually coming into the tournament on a hot streak. Yep. Um, they look really good. They have good guards. Um, one big is, is pretty good in my mind. Um, they have no like NBA prospects, so mm-hmm. that's why I think they do fulfill that Cinderella um, team. Yeah. But when it comes down to it. You know, you're going to have guys like Malik Monk have to step up for Kentucky. Yep. Lonzo Ball is going to have to step up for UCLA. UCLA is one team I'm watching uh, because they score so many points, and it's going to be tough to stop stop them 
Right, but they're not like they're not a Cinderella team. No, it wouldn't no, be no. like out of question if they maybe won. Gonzaga. I know they had such a great year this year, mm-hmm. but um, I I feel like they will will be like an eight, maybe a maybe a four seed. But but like this year, you're not gonna find like Michigan State's not gonna make the tournament, right? Which is rare for a Tom it, Izzo team. It's very rare. So there's gonna be teams that you think. That would make it, mm-hmm. and they aren't. Wisconsin in it. is barely in it. Barely in it, and they've made it what six straight years, something yep. like that. But Duke, I mean, they have they've had a couple of streaks in the season where they fell off. Yeah, and they just lost to UNC. U- right? No, they beat. Oh, UNC. they came back. They right. came back and won. But Grayson Allen's a punk. I hate him. Oh, I hate but Grayson Allen. You're gonna have star. I feel like this is Bruce Bowen. I feel like this is the tournament. Like in years past, it was all about teams. Right. I feel like this tournament's gonna be all about stars. Yeah. What stars can come up? And, big? and it stinks that um, Washington sucks so oh, much. Fultz that, would have been awesome yeah, to watch, but it, it would have been interesting. I, that's what I wanted to see to see if he could shine. Watch out for Louisville. Yeah. I see Louisville. I, 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 you know I'm a Louisville fan. So yeah, I'm you already, are. I still don't understand that. You know what? How can you like Patino and, and hate? Um, because God, they, hate? they got a feistiness to them. Who, who do you they, hate? They, we ran you out of our bed, You hate Calipari. Yeah. yeah. They and fu- we ran out of the bed again. Yeah. <laughs> this is the second time in, what, six shows that we've run out of the five questions bed? I don't know, but what I'm saying, I think Louisville's a really good team to watch out for, the they're, defense. They're great defensively. Really good on defense. But um, Josh Hart with Villanova. Another guy to watch out for. So I think it's the year of the stars. The years of the stars make it. You know, we can most certainly see a really good tournament. But don't expect like you know teams to really play together. I expect stars to step up, like Grayson Allen and um, Lonzo Ball. Well, as soon as the uh, the bed runs out, I think that's a sign that no, it's not. I'm just gonna keep on talking. Thank you very much. <laughs> just keep going. It's okay. <laughs> Quick yeah. break here on the Sports Blast. We will be back with the blast stuff. Don't go anywhere. ESPN New Hampshire.